Hello everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks, brought to you by PolyScience. This is Patricia Miller, Managing Editor for Cannabis and Tech Today. Speaking with me for this episode is multi-platinum best-selling singer and songwriter, Melissa Etheridge. She joins us from her home studio in Los Angeles, California. Hello, Melissa. Hey, it's me. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing very well. I'm thrilled to speak with you today. Hey, it's a good day, huh? Yeah, so far so good. (laughs) Yeah, well, for cannabis, it's a good day. Yeah, exactly. I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to begin with, I, I'd like to offer my condolences for the loss of your son, Beckett. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, no, you know, it's, it's a worldwide problem, and thank you so much. I know that um, after his passing, you hosted the, the Heal Me concert in his honor, um, and now you're offering Etheridge TV, which I'm a big fan. Oh, thanks. What inspired you to offer five nights of weekly content to your fans? That's a lot. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Yes, it is. But if <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in one, it um, keeps my wife and I very busy and we like to be busy. We like to feel like we're creating something and joining, you know, helping people and ourselves. And um, we were looking at, you know, a year of no income. So <laughs> how do we make income? And I, I have always believed if you entertain people, if you give them something they want to see and you delight them and they look forward to seeing you, then they will, you can monetize that. And that's what we've done so far and we're doing okay. Has that been kind of an interesting experience, like not having the filter between you and your audience and your fans? I mean, it's whatever you choose to put out. Yeah. Yeah, well, I really, I, I when, when uh, lockdown first happened in March, and um, I started doing free shows just every day, I would just do, a, you know, three or four songs. And I saw kind of what people were liking and how they got involved. And I, and I started thinking, then uh, when my son died, we, uh, we took a couple weeks off and built this... Uh, garage uh, streaming studio out here and I, I thought look if I take this a step further if I make this more professional and I give these people you know a, a variety of of shows you know a couple couple shows of my own stuff and then you know a whole the whole day of, of covers and then a couple of um, more chat like you know fun things give them a nice variety then they're gonna want to and then they'll subscribe and and keep you know checking in and tell up tell others and so that's that was our whole thought and that's sort of what fans can expect if they purchased a subscription right i mean it's yeah. um unique content and then also you're offering videos chats yep that's yes awesome. it's, yeah it's really unique and and different and and it's uh we have uh our wednesday chat show like today it, uh, we've got Billie Jean King on and, you know, we're talking just, it's, we've had some great artists and people, you know, just sort of, and, and I, I think what 
I think the number one thing that, that people really vibrate with is that we're not about, um, we're certainly not about pandering, but we're not about, you know, cynicism and we're, we're about lifting people up mm-hmm. and in, in, a, in a real way, in a truthful way. We're not, uh, we're not acting like, oh, everything's fine, but mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just about, you know, lifting ourselves up and, and you know, finding, you know, finding the answers inside ourselves and moving on and, and empowerment. I think people have really needed that this year. And it seems like you've really embraced technology as a way to connect with your audience. That's Are, exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Have there been, I imagine there have been some major challenges kind of getting used to performing that way. <laughs> what have, <laughs> what have been some of your, your biggest hurdles? Oh, well, you know, from the, from the Facebook shows we did, the concerts from home that we did 58 of those, it was everything from, you know, I, I started out just a phone, just it, you're singing in front of the phone, you know, and, and, and the phone would fall down and, and things like that to not understanding, oh, I need to turn it sideways, you know, just all sorts of stuff to now we've grown into, we have seven cameras. We've got a, you know, we've got a professional, uh, switching system into a you know a platform i we had to learn about streaming which evidently we're on the cutting edge of it because every time sometimes we ask a question and and you know we're using uh, these different t- type of streaming cameras and we say okay we've got three of them hooked up to this and they're like wait what have you got and we've got three cameras you, you you've hooked up three cameras <laughs> you know they <laughs> They, we're the first ones doing this. So we have, we've, we've actually been working with some tech people, you know, Silicon Valley people to create what we need. And um, being on the edge, sometimes everything crashes every now and then. Every now and then it'll just be like, we can't get on today. You know, we just, but that, it, 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 it's happening less and less the more we understand what we can, how, how we can push you know, the cameras, what we can get out of streaming. I, I got to tell you, the the hardest part is that my neighborhood has the worst internet <laughs> in the world. And I can't get, I mean, months we've been trying to get it upgraded here for months. And that's probably the, you know, and that's out of my control. That's like, you know, the neighborhood here is like, no, we don't want any towers, which I understand. It's a very fancy neighborhood. But, uh, you know, come on, give me, <laughs> give me something better. I have the worst internet so we're we're uh we're doing our best with the worst so <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a struggle a lot of people have been dealing with this year mm-hmm. i something i think about a lot is what this pandemic would have looked like if it had happened 20 years ago before oh. we had all of this technology and especially for artists how do you think oh. you and other artists would have adapted if this had happened before we had the ability to connect virtually yeah, it. I mean, it would have been so different, and it, and I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm not glad for a pandemic at all, but uh, you know, I'm glad it is now that we have this technology and we can push this technology. And I, I imagine if it had happened 20 years ago, we would have, you know, we would have pushed this sort of technology up. You know, people would have mm-hmm. had to figure it out. But uh, yeah, it. I got to tell you, without without this technology, without being able to go into people's homes live from my home, um, yeah, I don't know. I shudder to think. <laughs> right. 
Well, and I know in addition to Etheridge TV, you're also working on your own line of cannabis products, Etheridge Farms, mm-hmm. um, which I'm very excited to try. <laughs> uh-huh. Where Where did your passion for Etheridge Farms begin? Well, well, first let me tell you that um, we changed it from Etheridge Farms to okay. Etheridge Botanicals mm. because, because we are. Um, we want to include all kinds of plant medicine and we want to make sure people understand that this is a medicinally focused cannabis line. And we also felt like we were misleading because we are working with farmers. We do not have our own farm. Hmm. And I, I didn't want people. So, so we, we just recently, and we're, we're, as we're about to, to launch next month, um, we we wanted to be clear that it's botanicals that it's um that it's you know organic uh premium medicinal quality medicinally focused uh you know cannabis tinctures and uh flower pre-rolls that's what we're we're rolling that out next month here in california so when you first came up with the idea of, of entering the cannabis industry, what, what inspired that? Well, it was 16 years ago. I was uh, diagnosed with uh, breast cancer and was put on a dose-dense regime of chemo, which is uh, horrific, which was awful. And I had been a, um, a social smoker. I was not a drinker so much, as, as and, and I started saying, well, I like unwinding this way. Hmm. Um, but I had I, never thought about it medicinally. And when I went through breast cancer and started using it to relieve the pain, to get an appetite, to relieve the depression, to help me sleep, to help me just feel normal, I realized, wow, this is medicinal. This, this, this is better than oh, the handful of pills that they they said, you know, you can take this for the pain, but it'll cause constipation, and then you got to take that, and then, wow, what a, what a horrible road of, you know, chemicals, and I'm already awash in a chemical, you know, acid wash, you know, is what chemo is. So, um, I and and having gone through that uh, that uh, process using cannabis, I came out on the other end thinking, oh my gosh, this this really needs to be available to anyone who wants it as an alternative in so many ways. And you know, this is 16 years ago before when, you know, medicinal cannabis, if you could find it, you could use it. Of course, I, you know, knew a roadie who knew a roadie who knew a guy who I could get my <laughs> cannabis from. You know, that, that was basically what it was 16 years ago. And I said, this has to change. So I, I started um, becoming an advocate and, and looking around in California where where people were doing it legally and what uh, situation I really and en- I ended up in Santa Cruz. I'm from I'm down here in Los Angeles, but Santa Cruz had such a a beautiful um, connection to the, the people and and to the you know the um, history of of cannabis grown there and, and just and they were really trying to to bring it legally and to become a a big part of of Santa Cruz. And so in the last 10 years, I've been working with Santa Cruz and with people there to to really make a safe, secure um, 
you know, organization of cannabis in, in Santa Cruz. And so that, that's where uh, Etheridge uh, Botanicals is um, based. That's where we're coming out of. That's who we're working with is the beautiful people there. And the, the city and the county have been just, you know, incredible. They, they really understand um, cannabis and how it can help. And how will Etheridge Botanicals sort of stand out from other artist-driven brands? <laughs> I got to, you know, I hear that a lot. And um, there's, it's, the difference is I'm, th this, this brand comes from me. I had dozens of opportunities to license, to, to just make a licensing deal with, some company or other and then they go make it and it just have my name on it mm -hmm. and that's what most of the the um cannabis brands the celebrity brands are is, is they yeah you can use my name and then they don't really become involved they don't do any you know work for it it's just kind of yeah you know that they're just their name is there and right. and ultimately in the end if the product isn't any good and it doesn't connect with the people it's it's not going to work and that's the thing about cannabis is it really you need to have a product that that people not only like but they keep coming back to that 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 is consistent that helps them in the way that they're looking to be helped i've i'm involved I mean, I built Etheridge Botanicals. I'm involved from the, you know, seed to sale. I know exactly what's going on. The, the beautiful um, uh, herbalist uh, and nutraceutical uh, specialist that I work with, uh, uh, Josie and um, uh, Cricket Roberto. They, they've done this for years. They've worked in uh, botanicals and nutraceutical medicine i i've worked out you know formulas with them we are we this is this is not just a name on a brand and and i um you know i just i just i have to take the the long road to proving that to people they, they have to see it for themselves and i'm prepared for that well, something I've heard you touch on a little bit is that you wanted Etheridge Botanicals to sort of make cannabis accessible for, for people who maybe hadn't tried it before, or particularly for, for women to feel like this was something that they could try. Um, yeah. What would you like first-time users or women to understand when considering cannabis as, as a supplement? Well, yes, yes. Definitely, especially middle-aged women who have so many requirements, I believe, for cannabis. One is sleep, you know, mm -hmm. and, and anxiety. And, you know, so many of us turn to, uh, at the, you know, the deep end to, you know, ambient. Uh, and the other end, you know, just, you know, a couple of glasses of wine, which both can become, over time, detrimental mm -hmm. to the physical body. We so much of Etheridge Botanicals is uh, in research and development, research, 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 research into um, how cannabis can, it can help and, and how much. And the, the thing about it is it's such, we've grown 
we've grown used to okay take two aspirin take you know one Tylenol take we're, we're here's the pill and it's one pill does this to everybody and that's not how cannabis works you kind of have to find you have to yeah you have a, a bit of your own responsibility to find okay this is what helps me sleep you know most people a, a nice heavy indica you're falling asleep some people you have the opposite reaction so it's it's a custom um, a bit of a customization to to the medicine and Etheridge botanicals we will provide help with that from from our, our website to uh, your bud tenders to you know to um, you know informing bud, tender, bud tenders to the information and the research and the data and how to how to find just what just what is working okay you know uh, eight out of ten women say this helps with uh, menopause you know hot flashes whatever it might be that um, that you know, we're going to you know touch the subjects that other people don't that that you know it's it's I walk into the dispensaries you know and there's a lot of young cool hip people but to some middle-aged women it's it's scary and we we want to provide a pathway to those who are looking for alternatives to, to the things that aren't working for them that's so needed I'm really excited to hear how that turns out in Santa Cruz because I think that's really an underserved demographic amen something I've heard you uh, remark is that people are using cannabis medicinally whether they know it or not <laughs> what did you what do you mean by that yeah that's not always a favorite quote people are like wait a minute what are you saying <laughs> um, you know yeah I, I say that because I know myself I know at the end of the day I'm like oh I can't wait to you know have a have my nice smoke and I could say you know that's that's just me recreational but really, medicinally, it helps my spirit. It helps my body. It's it is a medicine that helps to relax, helps to, you know. And and when we are less stressed, our immune system works better. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, it it you get a medicinal, uh, uh, you know, the help, whether you know you are or not. That's that's what I mean. I could agree with that. Mm -hmm. And how does the plant? play a role in your creativity or or maybe it's more about healing for you oh no 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 there's the healing my nice indica that I use you know in the evening but boy when I'm ready to create something or when I'm ready to play some great music whatever a good sparkly like tangerine sativa ooh, that just lights up my the creative parts of my brain and it I just want to create so absolutely I think I think uh, creativity and plant medicine just goes hand in hand I think that part of our brain is wired to work with plants I think that's the way humans and plants connect how do you feel about the role of artists as advocates because you've been advocating for the plant for 15 years as you said yeah um, I don't think there's any role I think everything is um, individually it's an individual calling uh, I have you know walked my path as an artist through uh, LGBT you know through through gay marriage that was that I was an advocate because it absolutely affected me personally mm -hmm. I was an advocate you know a, a, a breast cancer 
you know, awareness advocate because it affected me. And, and I am a cannabis activist because I believe in it and it affects me personally. Yeah. I don't think anybody should do anything. I think if, it, if it's a calling inside of you, you do what you feel. What have you found most surprising about the legalized cannabis industry here in the States? <laughs> that it's a mess. You know, now, what have I find surprising? You know, I find that a lot of people are really um, positive and really want to move this forward. It's a great, uh, it's a great, you know, tax revenue for our state. It's, you know, it helps counties and it helps education and, and our justice system. It was, it was designed that way. It's also, um, there's also just a lot of misinformation and, and fear that I, I wish you know, we could overcome, but it, that just takes time. So, and, um, you know, the, the, the business, sometimes business comes in and stirs things up and twists it up. And I see, I, I, I've, I've been slowly walking this. Yes, it has been 15 years, very slowly walking this. But I believe that if, if I walk this slowly, if I, if I don't take the quick you know, hey, here's a bunch of cash right now. Because I've I saw so many of my friends take the quick money, and they lost their company. They they don't have it anymore. And and the Canadians just came down and grabbed everything. And and um, I'm still chugging along and slowly rolling stuff out. So I I'm enjoying the the journey. It's a little expensive, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think uh, the future holds for Etheridge Farms? Do you have plans for expanding? Oh, yeah. oh, definitely, definitely. We are, we are rolling it out in California first, getting a, a solid um, setting there, showing, you know, because I've, I've spent years trying to get people to, you know, jump on the wagon and with, with just a dream. And I'm looking forward to actually having real numbers that they can see um, the products, they can see the, you know, the, the profits or whatever they need to see. And, and once we do that in California, then we can start rolling this out in other, other states. And, um, you know, someday that glorious federalization, legalization will come and, you know, then, then we'll be the Johnson & Johnson of, of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> well, and lastly, Melissa, is there, is there anything you'd like me to take away from our discussion that maybe we didn't hit on today? No, just that... Um, we're slowly doing this, and it's uh, it's a long journey, and I'm going to be around for a long time, and just sit back and watch us grow. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm so right. grateful I had the opportunity to speak with you. I'm really a big fan of what you're doing. The production quality is amazing, um, and it's so genuine. That's my wife. That's my wife. She, <laughs> my wife is in uh, you know television production. She did Nurse Jackie and 70 shows, so she knows all. So she's really helped me. So I'm lucky to be married to her. Anyway. Well, it really shows. It's beautiful, and it's Thank a genuine you. connection that I think people are really looking for. So much respect. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Melissa. It was a real pleasure, and I look forward to uh, trying some Etheridge Botanicals myself when the line debuts. Yay! Thank you much. <laughs> All right, take Bye -bye. care. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Cannabis Tech Talks, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe on Apple iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You can pick up our most recent issue on Barnes & Noble newsstands across the country or grab a copy for free on canatechtoday.com. 
That's all for this episode of Cannabis Tech Talks, brought to you by PolyScience. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, stay elevated. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. I'm telling you, if you're not using this Durachill, you're not really in the pot business. You're just on the fringe of it. So if you really want to get serious, man, this is what you need. You need a Durachill in your life. You've got the technology here to have the cleanest, purest, healthiest product. I'm impressed. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If your chiller's down, you ain't making money. And you heard it from me, Tommy Chong. Brought to you by PolyScience.